With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. Good evening. Good oh, evening. listen. Listen to this. Where, um, I, huh? I didn't Hello? say anything. Oh, yeah. Can you hear I, me? I can hear you very well. Uh, I wonder if if uh, anybody else knows about it. I didn't even hear. I mentioned it today, now. Uh, how about Tina? No, I didn't call her. Uh, I I can call her now, though. Uh, well, that would be good. Uh. And uh, I'll call Martha, and I'll I'll hit you back on there. All right. Uh, okay. Bye. Okay.
Hello. Hello. Hey. Hi. Did I dial in your ear? Oh, no, it's okay. This is Dana. I'm trying to call Ida. Oh, this is Ida? Okay, let me call her. Uh-huh, let me call her. I'll come back. Hello. Oh, hi. Um, Miss Janice is calling. Um, um, I, I called Ida. She said she'll be there. And Miss Janice is calling Miss Martha. Oh, okay. Okay, so it's working this time, huh? I know. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I, I, they don't like my cell phone. They wouldn't let me on on my cell phone. Oh. <laughs> but uh, I've, I'm on my home phone now. And uh, Dana, I'm glad you're here. Yeah, uh, you're coming in loud and clear. I know it for sure. Uh, how about Ida? She'll be here. I called her. Uh, I called Martha, and she had just come in from mowing, and she said she had to get a bath, so she might come on here later. Um, uh-huh. Well, I'm Hello. going to... Hey! Got How in. are you? Good. Good. <laughs> Good. I'm happy that we're all here. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. My my little pen's still in this in this place of Luke Luke two and thirty nine. Is Luke that is, is anybody else got that? Hello. 
I'm looking. Okay, if you say so. Huh? Okay, I, I guess I wasn't on the last time y'all had Bible study. I think that's true. I think that's true. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so it'll be Luke, Luke 2 and 39. Yeah. All right, well, let's have a word of prayer and we'll get right into it. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus that we can all come and gather around the Word of God and talk about it. Thank you for the the all the uh, the things that you've allowed people to discover that we can connect with people. My goodness, how how um, how wise and 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 how good you are to to let us know these things, Lord, just for the benefit, so, the the propagation of the gospel, that's the best thing in the world, to use a telephone. And I thank you, Lord, for that. I pray, Lord, you just bless, that you would bless um, the reading tonight, the reading of your word. Bless us, Lord, with with your presence, and just just talk to us tonight, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we're getting, we're into the life of Jesus, and he goes from uh, a, a baby there in the temple where we don't hear anything more from him for, uh, what, 12 years, so everybody says. Uh, so we'll, we'll take off there. Uh, the 39th verse says, And when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned unto Galilee to their own city, Nazareth. And the child grew and was strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. And when they had fulfilled the days, as they returned, the child Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem, and Joseph and his mother knew not of it. But they, supposing him to have been in the company, went a day's journey, and they sought him among their kinsfolk and acquaintance. And when they found him not, they turned back again to Jerusalem, seeking him. And it came to pass after that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions. 
All that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. And when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said unto him, Son, why hast thou thus dealt with us? Behold, thy father and I have sought thee sorrowing. And he, and he said unto them, How is it that ye sought me? Wist ye not that I must be about my father's business? And they understood not the saying which he spake unto them. You know, I was just thinking about her saying there, they had got worried about him. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, a few hours didn't mean anything, but it, it looks like that they would have, you know, when they all gathered up and said, okay, everybody, we're fixing to leave. Let's all go. Is everybody ready? But evidently they didn't do that. They just all took off. He was 12 years old. I guess he, he you know, went about uh, kind of with his own uh, uh, agenda. And uh, so they didn't think too much about it. But I guess maybe at... Uh, they said a day's a day's journey that night, maybe when it comes supper time or bedtime, they got to wondering about him. Um, I just wondered, you know, it looks like that uh, that he would have been uppermost in their thoughts, knowing that that they had got a a, a man child from the Lord. Looks like they couldn't hardly uh, took their eyes off of him, don't it? Well, they his journey was back home. Ma'am? I think it was more than just one day's journey back home. I don't think they had gotten back home yet. No, they they wasn't, but that's what I say. Uh, when it comes supper time, well, they they started looking for him, and and uh, but it looks like you know they had a thought about it all during the day. But it said, you know, that being really really worried about him, maybe they were looking for him all day long. I don't know how. Big well, I imagine there was a big crowd. I, I would think so, uh, and that was their kinfolks and their neighbors, and they ain't no telling how many people that you know made that trick to uh, uh, to observe that feast. But anyway, Maybe they, they, they got at the last. But um, when he got to saying uh, uh, about my father's business, well, it don't say what they said, but, you know, in our vernacular, I'd probably say, what are you talking about, your father's business? Here we are right here. What what are you talking about? And uh, But he, he uh, they didn't understand that he, 
knew at this point. I kind—I don't know, but I kind of think this is the time when uh, he, you know, God started revealing himself to uh, the man, Jesus. What do y'all think? I thought he was always new. You think as a little boy he knew? I do, but I mean, I, that was just me. I, I just, that's what I was thinking. You know, that's simple thinking. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it, maybe maybe he didn't talk to, to Mary, his mother, about it. Uh, but it seems like that was a strange thing for her to hear uh, about he's taking care of his father's business. She didn't know what he was talking about. Uh, but anyway, verse 51 says, And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject unto them. But his mother kept all these sayings in her heart. Mary continued to think about it. Yeah. Well, at what age did they consider them? At, at what age did they have the bar mitzvah? I think it was like thirteen years old. I was gonna say twelve. I don't know. It should be. It seems to me like. Which means they start to consider them grown. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Chapter 3, now in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Caesar, Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea, and Herod being tetrarch of Galilee, and his brother Philip, um, tetrarch of Ituria and of the region of Chaconitis and La what's that? and Lasinius as the tetrarch of Abilene and there you go. Oh, Anias and Pius being the high priest. The word of God came unto John, the son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. So evidently, there, there, John is kind of uh, keeping up with things uh, uh, that's happening to Jesus. Uh, I, I think you know the father's probably connecting them all up. And uh, telling about the things, the the ruling order back in those days, 
And, uh, you know, you, uh, I, I wouldn't think that that would be important, but evidently it was to tell who was the the uh, the governor, I'll just say, or the, the tetrarch, as they put it here. And uh, I don't know, well, uh, you know, why it has to mention that, but evidently that was important. So, John, I'm sorry, but going back to that verse 52, that that other question that you raised about him knowing, do you think that Uh might be apparently apparently that was when God started uh, revealing to him because it says he increased and wisdom and John was the same age yeah I imagine it it listed the um, the governor there for we could time look back and see how old John was at that time uh, well, we know he was six months older than than uh, so he must have been twelve and a half. <laughs> but he, I'm saying that's when Jesus was. But now that we're in chapter three, I'm wondering if the fifteenth year of Tiberius's reign, what age was John? Yeah. I would say that John was uh, 30, 30 years and six months. Don't you think? Because Jesus started his earthly ministry when he is 30. Right? Okay. And died at 33. That's what I've heard. That's interesting that they have to tell all the officials there what that was. Mm. I don't uh, know what that was. Verse 3. This is is, uh, many years have passed since that. And... uh, we don't know what he was doing except increasing in favor with God and man. Verse 3 says, mm-hmm. and, and he, John, came into all the country about Jordan, preaching the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, saying, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be brought low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways shall be made smooth. All flesh shall see the salvation of God. 
now look back at that what John was preaching it said he was preaching the baptism of repentance now you mm-hmm. know repentance and believing is is uh, just uh, almost work together when you change your mind about your sinful state and on the flip side of it you believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah that's that's what it takes for salvation and so it don't it don't it just says that he told all men to repent and of course you can't receive Christ until you repent and John my baby girl Lord Jen Rusk uh, excuse me just a minute Hello? Mom, did Bible study work? Yes, we're in it right now. <laughs> oh, wonderful. All right, bye. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Yeah, that was Jan. Um, he was the the prophet, uh, I guess you would say, uh, forerunner uh, that preached, uh, uh, there's one coming. It wasn't. I don't I don't believe that he said you've got to repent. He also said you've got to repent because there's one coming. It don't say it right there, but as we get on down, he ties repentance and believing in Jesus. That is like one thing. It's one coin with two sides. Repent on one side and believe uh, the gospel on the other side. It's not a number one, repent. Number two, uh, believe. It's a simultaneously thing that happens. You've got to, uh, you can't believe until you've repented or changed your mind. So it it's it, they might be a space in there just a little little bit, but you sure cannot believe on Jesus without first repenting. And I I think another mm-hmm. word for that is surrender. You know you you've got to surrender, and uh, that's that's kind of what repentance is. You. You give up yourself, your your ways and your sin and all, and uh, and then you are a candidate to receive Christ. Do y'all see it like that? Uh huh. So, uh, how about those people who kept on doing the same thing over and over again, and then, I mean, they repented and then they will do it again? Will they still have their salvation? Well, well that yeah, that gets into another. If you know, if they have done what the Bible said is repentance toward God and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, they're saved. But because of flesh, sometimes mm-hmm. we fall into the same patterns that we did yep. to start with, and there's no growth that can take place, and there, you know, God mm-hmm. can't bless you as a 
he just uh, keeps trying to to draw you into holiness, but the uh, fearful thing to to not grow because God also has a a uh, uh, punishment. Uh, uh, I I don't think God punishes his kids, but he he uh, disciplines them as his child to punish that mean that's uh like to go to hell or whatever but he disciplines uh a child that that just keeps on doing the same old things and if you're without chastisement then are you no son of god because if you mm-hmm. don't repent and quit doing the same old things, well, God, God will step in and and uh, discipline some way. Mm-hmm. But uh, just because you get saved, you still you still have this old fleshly body that. You know, I I got to crying on the way morning, uh, kind of rejoicing, and I I I want to look at that that song again. Um, and I was trying to I was I was singing the song and I was praying this song, and let me see if I can. Mm. Uh, it's uh, uh, come thou fount. Do y'all y'all know that uh-huh. song? Um. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, uh, anyway, what it says, prone to wonder, to wander, W-A-N-D-E-L. I'm prone to wander. Lord, I feel it. I'm prone to leave. I'm, I'm prone to leave the God I love. And then it says, here's my heart, old taken Seal it, seal it for thy courts above. And that is the heart cry of a saved person. Y'all let me, I just got to, I meant to do this to start with, but um, let me, uh, and I wanted to say this Wednesday night, I had it in my notes to say, but we had to stop it. Uh, earlier talking about worship, worshiping the Lord in um, in our um, uh, just in our regular service, um, we songs like this is what if you want to come to church and worship God, this is the kind of songs you need to to sing. Uh, let me see if it's in this book. Come Thou Fount. It's an old, old, old song. Uh, I don't know if it's in this book or not. But uh, I just I just got to thinking, and that was just spoke to my heart so much. Um, I I got it. 
you got it. Good. Oh, read, read that. Oh, found of every blessing, tune my heart, sing thy grace. Dreams of mercy never ceasing, call for songs of loudest praise. Teach okay, me let's... some melodic sonnets sung by flaming tongues above. Praise his name and fix upon it, name of God's redeeming love. Hither to thy love has blessed me, thou hast brought me to this place. And I know thy hand will bring me safely home by thy good grace. Jesus sought me when a stranger, wandering from fold of God. And oh and, and verse three, all to grace how great a debtor daily I'm constrained to be. Let thy goodness like a fetter bind my wandering heart to thee. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it, prone to live. Uh, he to uh, Hello says uh, my heart oh take and fill it fill it for thy courts above. Hey, Miss Tina. I'm
But, uh, baby, we're at Luke, uh, Luke 3, chapter 3, and, um, where are we? Verse 7. Verse. You got it. Luke chapter 3, verse 7? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh. But anyway, talking about John's message was repentance. And uh, that uh, repentance and uh, believing on this coming Messiah that brings salvation. But but he's looking at these people in, in uh, verse 7. Here's what it says. Then said John to the multitude that came forth to be baptized of him, O generation of vipers who have warned you to flee from the wrath to come. I wanted to go back to verse 6. It says, And all flesh shall see the salvation of God. All flesh shall see the salvation of God. Ultimately, yes. 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 Uh, and uh, that's not using flesh in a bad sense. That's, you know, you could say uh, all souls will see the salvation of God. Yeah. That's just, uh, that's not used in a bad sense. Mm-hmm. But you'll either see him, you'll see him. Everybody will see Jesus. I believe that, and and know, or rejoice in what they've received. But when John sees them coming there, they want to be baptized. And, uh, you know, people kind of equate salvation with baptism. Uh, you ask somebody mm-hmm. if they're saved, yeah, I've been baptized. You know, like that was salvation. But uh, that just always scares me. If somebody don't right away say, yes, I've I've received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. You know, if they don't say that first, well, I... I just wonder about them. Uh-huh. And that's what John, I think that's why he called them a generation of snakes. And he says, y'all don't know nothing. You're just seeing this outward thing of me baptizing some people. Y'all are Y'all don't know anything. I hadn't even got to the message yet. And... Uh, uh-huh. He's fixing to start telling, though, here in a little bit. Go ahead, Dana. I mean, uh, Christy. Okay, verse 8. Bring forth, therefore, fruits worthy of repentance, and begin not to say within yourselves, We have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. 
And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. And the people asked him, saying, What shall Are you there? Hey, hello. Did you, did you finish, Dana? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, he started out. Yeah, Liz, mine cut off. I didn't yeah. hear what she read. Yeah. And the people asked me. Can y'all hear me? Now we can. Now we can. Right now. And the people asked him, saying, what shall we do then? Okay, now, now we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. You know, first off, they said, oh, look here, we're Abraham's children, need anything. We're a Jew, Mm -hmm. what am? And uh, then he, Mm -hmm. he, uh, he, he said, you know, that just won't cut it. Uh, I'm gonna. I've got another message, and so they're opening up, and that's what repentance is all about. It's changing your mind. It's not getting down and crying and praying and and trying to confess all your sins because you never would get them all confessed. It's leaving yourself open, Lord. What must I do to be saved? That's repentance right there. And you you forget mm-hmm. all that you'd heard and and uh you're ready to hear what is what what it takes to get saved. And uh, he's uh he's gonna give them a bunch of things here that that's they he don't think quite that they've repented evidently. Uh, okay, verse 11 says, John answered and saith unto them, Do some good works. Now, now this is, uh, we'll, we'll talk about this in a minute. He's saying, if you want, what must I do? He says, start doing some good works. Now, now I'm tongue-in-cheek here, I'm saying that. He answered and saith unto him, He that hath two coats, let him impart to him that hath none. And he that hath meat, let him do likewise. Then came also to be baptized, and said unto him, Master, what shall we do? And he said unto them, Except except no more than that which is appointed you. And the soldiers likewise demanded of him, saying, And what shall we do? And he said unto them, Do violence to no man, neither accuse any falsely, and be content with your wages. And, uh, you know, there, I think there's... uh, uh, I think there's some value in if a, if a person c- 
comes wanting to be saved, and they're, uh, as he said, called them here, a generation of vipers known for their uh, evil works and how they cheated the people and how the soldiers had beat them or ever what this. He he uh, he called all these different classes. Uh, he he says you you've been stingy and you haven't shared your food with anybody, and your soldiers have beat up people. And uh, he kind of addressed what they're guilty of to show them, you know, a lot of people don't even know what sins are. They have no idea. I think think child evangelism probably has a, a good thing just for children. And lost people are just like children. We we really don't know what God's expecting. Tell us what that says, uh, Christy. What is sin? Sin is anything we think, say, or do that breaks God's laws and makes him sad. Could it also be something that could it also be something that we do that doesn't glorify God? Well, of course, nothing you do before you're saved glorifies God. But we have a faulty thinking power. We have a faulty doing power. A faulty hearing power. A faulty eyesight. (laughs) Everything's wrong, and anything that we think, say, or do that uh, breaks God's law and uh, makes Him sad—is that what you said, Christy? Yes. So that's just—that's a child's uh, answer for what is sin. So what he's showing these people here, first you have to uh, you have to make sure a man knows he's a sinner, because a lot of people I've talked to know they're just as good as anybody else. So sometimes you have to point out uh, different things in their life that uh, evidently these were uh, notorious. In that, uh, you know, verse 11, uh, 13, and 14, all this, they, everybody knew that they was a sinner, but evidently they didn't think they were. So uh, John has to throw all this out, salvation. But you ain't going to get salvation until you know you're a sinner. Then you can say, "What must we do then?" And uh, and as we get on down here, well, he they're they're ready to receive salvation after you know after they see themselves as lost. Uh, let's see, where was we? Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, and 
as the people were in expectation, and all men mused in their hearts of John, whether he were the Christ or not. John answered, saying, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I cometh, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to unloose. He baptized you with the ghost and with fire. Whose fan is in his is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor, and will gather the wheat in, into his garner, but the, ch- chaff, the chaff he will burn with fire unquenchable. And many other things in his exhortation preached he unto the people. Okay, so you see John preparing their hearts for for the and uh, after a while he's gonna look up there and said, Hear ye behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. And if salvation works the the perfect work of salvation, this is the right order. A person if they're interested, they have to come to repentance and if they have to have you know, if they say, well, I've never done anything very bad, and and then the child's definition of what sin is, anything that, uh, that uh, we think, say, or do that, uh, that God is not pleased with, that's, we're a sinner. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And, uh, You've got to convince them first that they are they are lost without Christ, and you can't you you know that's why it's so dangerous to tell a uh, let a person trust in his baptism, because baptism has no saving uh, efficacy to it. Uh, it is only a picture of what happened to you. You've believed on the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. That's what baptism is that Christ died and was buried and rose again. That's what that's that's all baptism is. It's showing forth to the world your testimony of what you just did if you received Christ as your Savior. And it's the first act of obedience to a child of God. If you're not a child of God when you go into the waters, you ain't a child of God when you come up. Everybody Mm, believe that? Yes. Oh, but, you know, it's a wonderful, wonderful testimony if if you've got the uh, if you've got the the right the goods on what it actually is, it fulfills all righteousness. It tells the whole story of what what you did to get saved. 
Okay, verse 19 says, But Herod the Tetrarch, being reproved by him for Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, and for all the evils which Herod had done, uh, see, this has already happened. He's mad at he's mad at John because John told him he said it's not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Added <laughs> yet this above all that he shut up John in prison. Now, when all the people were baptized. It came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying the heaven was open. And the Holy and the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him, and a voice came from Thou art my beloved Son, in thee I am well pleased. Okay, you left out a sentence there. Oh, I did? Uh, a voice came. I'm heaven. Yeah. Um, all right, well, you, you see, this is just... Uh, this is just made, you know, the the gospel message will either make you mad or or uh, glad. And uh, Paul Herod, he's mad. And this has made him even madder. And uh, that's, uh, <laughs> he said, that added insult to injury. I'll put you in prison. Uh but some of them seems in 21 that they they did get they, that they believe the gospel message of uh, where uh, see and that's what we tell people Jesus is coming back again you need to get ready uh, these these people John told them they that uh, that the Messiah was coming he said he's coming. And uh, he he showed him to him, showed Jesus to him just right on down the line here, and uh, so uh, uh, Jesus said that it would fulfill all righteousness. Uh, he said he, he suffered John to baptize him, and that word "suffered" just means he allowed John to. Uh, baptize him to fulfill all righteousness. He being the perfect example, it foreshadowed his death, burial, and resurrection. And uh, this is so wonderful here. The Holy Ghost of God uh, set down. It said, uh, we don't know if, if it looked like a dove or not. It said, it was like a dove. Uh, I don't know that it looked like a dove. Uh, it, that's like on the day of Pentecost, the the tongues of fire. You know, I don't know just what 
what that might have looked like, but it was something that that God was there and God was pleased with, uh, with, uh, in fact, the voice told, he said, I'm well pleased with my son. Evermore, Holy Ghost of God, descend upon us. You know, a lot of times, even this morning, I'll say, Oh, Holy Spirit of God, pray for me. Pray for me. You know what I need. Pray for me. Bring all my Mm -hmm. faults and failures and everything, the ones that, that I need. You you root them all out and bear them, uh, put them bare before God, and and uh, because I don't know how to put a name a lot of times on my needs, but I know that I've got them. But the Holy Ghost of God knows what's in your heart, and there's safety when uh-huh. you can ask Him to to uh, bring all your need to the Father. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's 8 o'clock, y'all. <laughs> wow. I didn't realize it was that, that, that time. Oh, my. We're yeah. missing getting into a bunch of names. Um, let's see. Um well, you know, I don't like to skip over anything. I I, I like those names. Uh, I do. I like the names. They're some of them so hard to say, but uh, I think we need to <laughs> we need to read them names. Uh, up there on the twenty third verse, right? Right. I've, yeah. we're gonna... I've lost my pen now. Well, we're going to build seven twenty-three next week. Uh, John seven uh, twenty-three. Uh, yes. It's Luke. Luke, uh, Luke. three. Oh, it's Luke. 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 Yeah, yeah, Luke 3, 23. Okay. Boy, I was way off, wasn't it? Luke 3, <laughs> Well, you was close. You was in the gospel. <laughs> oh. Oh. You was, you was, you could have found it in John, I'm sure. I mean, in, uh, in uh, yeah, in John, that's where you said. John. Tells it about the same way. Where well, I thought you were. All right. I remember you said Luke. Oh, has anybody got anything they want to say or ask or anything? Thank you. Thank you. We were able to have a Bible study. Ma'am? Oh, I said thank the Lord we were able to have a Bible study tonight. Oh, yeah. I, I was afraid that it, this was going to be the end of it. All right, let's pray. Father, we do thank you for this time we've had. 
Lord, just bless your word. Help us all, Lord, to glean from it that that you'd have us to to know. And Lord, that's that's it's just good to think about all these things that happened there. It's just good to think. Every time we read it, Lord, it's good to be reminded what what all y'all did back there. I pray a blessing, Lord, on everybody here and and um help us all, Lord, that have turned aside to read these these uh, gospel accounts that that we might uh get from it what you would have us to and be able to tell somebody about it. Lord, we love you and thank you and ask for your protection during this night. And uh, and thank you for making the Bible study work tonight, Lord. Father, we love you and, and uh, ask all this in your son's name. Amen. 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 All right, y'all. We'll see you next week, Lord willing. Okay. Yep. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.